Hello everybody, and welcome to the full album review of Tool's Fear Inoculum. The long-awaited 13-year gap has passed, and uh, Tool is here with the new project. So, I think it's about time to enter the Rockin' Beards podcast, the show where we break down albums track by track, give thoughts and opinions on every single song. My name is Holden Stefan Roy, and today I will be your guide through my... Well, at least whatever I thought of while listening to Tool's Fear Inoculum album. Alright, so we're going to do the intro bit, and you can skip that by checking the description of the video to see when I talk about every particular song. But I like to start everything off letting y'all know that I know I'm not an expert by any means. I'm just a person who one day started reviewing albums, and I've been learning and just trying to appreciate as much as I possibly can on every single project go through the journey and just just learn from it all and enjoy it and just kind of share the experience with y'all publicly and one thing that has truly made a huge impact on my life over the last couple of years has been the comment section on these different reviews because the truth of the matter is the only person coming to these reviews are the fans so most often person coming to watch this review knows way more than i do so i like to give a lot of love to the comment section and i went back and checked out um another tool album we reviewed and uh, on that there was a comment from bubba cod 986 and he said i don't think there's many bands that can recreate the place that you were taken to when you listen to tool it's like a whole nother world and i thought that that comment was was really apt and definitely expressed how i feel at least in this moment having just come off listening to tool for a, a while um and i just thought i'd share that with you and encourage you to leave your own comments and if you make that effort to leave a comment i will make that effort to answer you and i just think it's cool like that we can have a little conversation um before we jump into the episodes special thanks in advance to the patrons is milky dempsey chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane linda williams and coney sparks they dope so shut them out while you're still watching at the beginning on that note i don't want to waste any time because i think this is going to be a long one why don't we start talking about the new tool album fear inoculum our inoculum wow can't 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 say it wrong like that it's not nice anyway um i like to start off the show describing and contextualizing my relationship with the band or the artists that we're covering on a given week because i think that matters a lot especially as you're going through albums albums are like these these all-encompassing experiences where it's almost like a journey like i've gotten really into like listening to just albums and collections of songs a lot more than singles so when fear inoculum the single dropped i just didn't listen to it i just ignored it and i just waited i waited until this came out and that was the first time i heard it um and uh so i think it's important to describe my relationship with the artist because if you've been a fan of tool since like the 90s and well you've been waiting since ten thousand days i believe it is for this album to come out your anticipation just waiting over a decade for this is gonna have you in a very very different place than say i'm in with this where I knew who Tool was mostly because of the Guitar Hero pack, I think it was. And there was the three Tool songs, and then you would play through them, and it was all technicolored and weird and cool. But I didn't really get into them that all, because I just, for a long time, didn't appreciate much beyond the vocals and music. So while Maynard is a great singer, I didn't appreciate it the way I can appreciate music today. So I'll say that it all the beauty and essence of what this band brought to the table went over my head because i was definitely in that group of people that was intimidated by things like a seven minute song rather than trying to understand why it's amazing 
um and then after a while uh i guess you'd hear a song here and there i really got into the song sober i think that one's particularly dope in general and then uh i think it was the polyphonic or one of these channels anyway my boss at work is a huge tool fan and i know at some point he was talking about some video that on tool and at some point or another ended up checking out some video and it broke down the math of lateralis and i got personally interested in that commitment to to basically writing a song that pays adherence and respect to math principles and the geek in me exploded in joy at the the dedication that any band could make to such an interesting song like the truth is is so few people will probably appreciate the brilliance of it but they did it anyway because it was like a feat to be done it's like when people build robots to do weird crap like your laundry for the sake of it not even for anything practical like just some crap laundry is actually a good idea so let's say go to the fridge and get a soda which is also kind of practical but still unnecessary like it feels like making a song on a math principle is unnecessary but now that it exists and it's truly amazing it's this like thing that is just there to be appreciated by those who understand why it's dope i guess i feel like tool is not very casual listening unless you really understand why it's good um and i say that because i used to not understand why it's good but as I, um, before getting into this album for myself, right? So we, we ended up, sorry, to, to getting a bit ahead of myself, we reviewed Lateralis and that, that was an amazing experience for me. But even then it was like, not even a year ago, I think that I reviewed Lateralis, but I feel like my understanding of music hadn't evolved enough to truly appreciate what they were doing. Um, at the time I was way more focused on lyrics and I was reviewing with a dude who understood music better than me. I'm not going to lie. When you review with somebody that knows something better than you, you guys just work it out. Okay. I did lyrics. He did band stuff. Boom. We moved on. Now, as you can see, hi, I'm alone over here. So I got to talk about everything. Um, of which I will do my best. Understand I am not the best with the band stuff as in describing the specific nuances of, of things like time signatures and whatever i'm not that good with it um so how anyway um i really like the lateralis album though and just the experience that i went through hearing it and just the complexity of the music and i think one of the most impressive parts of that project was how in spite of the song length and everything which i mean for me felt like long at the time um i no longer looking at the song lengths on this album fear inoculum damn those are some long songs but um basically i i I kind of realized nothing's boring here. It was just this beautiful mesh of sound put together in just an immaculately composed way. So I like Lateralis a lot. You could check out our review if you want. Um, but then I, I realized, oh, there's a Tool album coming. So for the last year or so, I've been kind of waiting for it to come. And I'm certain many people doubted the day would ever arrive. But August 30th came. The Tool album came. Fun fact, it leaked early. So, um... You know it came out in the, the like the physical version of the album leaked like a week early and i wonder if they they allowed that to happen because of all the youtube content and stuff that kind of got made about the leak situation in a sense hyping everyone up and almost letting everyone know the album was real a week before it came out which you might think is gonna hurt stuff but like people are 
buying a Tool album because they were going to buy it either way. But this way, everybody knows the new Tool album's coming. All because of a leak, man. It got so much free press at a point that isn't necessarily new music cycle of, like, the new cycle. Like, Monday, Tuesday isn't exactly hot new music day. That's after the weekend's done, you know? Like, it's, it's a different phase. So I thought that was a clever potential marketing strategy, or at least they let it happen because it was good marketing. And then I looked up the track list and I was prepping it and I realized there's two versions. So the physical got leaked, but there were three tracks that are on the digital version of the album. This is Fear Inoculum that uh, basically came out, uh, yeah, separately. So if you're on Spotify, it's, it's actually got a longer, an extra eight minutes or so of music than if you're looking at the physical edition of the album but if you get the physical edition you get the fancy pantsy box which i don't have at the moment I, I do plan on buying this album at some point um and yeah so i'm really grateful that enough time passed between doing 10 or sorry doing the lateralis album review and getting to this point because something that i have been doing over a lot of 2019 is reviewing a bunch of early 90s hip-hop and something about early 90s hip-hop is is it's very sample driven so over the course of looking at how the hip-hop djs and producers would take different samples and rearrange them and change the focus of sounds to basically create these enthralling experiences and i'm talking like the the top tier djs you know or the top tier producers like there's so much amazing talent that went into the production work that we heard and then i started really focusing a lot more on the grooves and the vibes and just the different energies coming out of the music in a way that i hadn't really focused on and i'm not gonna lie that was a lot of good prep work for this tool album because a lot of the things that i think the attention to detail that a ridiculously talented hip-hop producer using samples in the early 90s was doing is up there with like the attention to detail that tool gives and i'm not talking about quality of music or talent i'm not even trying to compare the things except for the level of detail these guys put to making sure the sound is pristinely the vibe they want to create for every second of the experience which i think is really really cool um anyway so i'm excited to get into talking about this project for me it's like i'm hoping this gets a lot of clicks that's a big part of it but mostly i didn't really know how i was going to approach this review so mostly i do lyrics that's that's my thing but if you go through a tool album it's going to be a lot of musical breaks and changes and nuances so i basically loaded up a microsoft word document and i did something i don't normally do i really just kind of went through and tried to break down every song into each identifiable part that i could find so in many cases it's a lot of parts and i'm i felt like it would be fun to go through those together as i just kind of describe my experience with each song and i will do my best here but just know that i spent no less than an hour at the point of reviewing with each track of this album really trying to listen and appreciate the nuances of what makes this band incredible so if i'm not pristine with this i apologize but understand i have spent like 
a good eight to ten hours with this album now since it's come out in the last couple of days um because i did listen to it a few times before and it's a 90 minute album it's just time consuming put off everything else i basically only listened to tool as far as music's concerned for three days in this album and i'm just really excited to so i guess get into it um all right i'm gonna do something right now i'm gonna google the definition of inoculum and read it to you because frankly i don't want to have to like pretend i understand it basically inoculum is a substance used for inoculation good thing i googled it didn't guess so a fear inoculation what inoculum sorry it means that we're looking for i guess the substance that'll be used in the inoculation against fear or maybe fear is the substance being used in the inoculation i don't know i think it could be kind of either in the way it's written because it's vague right so it's either a fear inoculate inoculum so it is about inoculating against fear or it's like the fear inoculum like it induces it and i think it's cool because it leaves it so vague to interpretation in a sense where as we get into the content of this album i think it was done deliberately because of how people induce fear and and create different narratives in the world that we live in um which is kind of stuff that is delved on inside of this album um the cover to me is just completely eh it's got a, a kind of textured swirly thing like it's going into a black hole i don't know it says tool fear inoculum and whatever i feel like it looks like it's a tool album cover like it looks like it makes sense to me because i've seen all their album covers but frankly outside of identifying this particular project i'm not really feeling it however you should go watch those unboxing videos of the whole like package if you didn't purchase a copy of the physical cd because tool goes in on making it worth your money to get the thing and they're such an incredible band that when you can financially and you're a big fan of them you should probably cop the physical because it's probably a good collector's item and i'm gonna do that at some point i just haven't really gone anywhere in three days anyway i think it's time to get into the project the sphere inoculum project and it starts off in a bold move with the title track fear inoculum all right so here, here's how i'm gonna do this it's a lot of parts for each song i'm gonna do it a little bit reaction style but you're not gonna hear the part i'm reacting to because copyright law and stuff and i do respect it five seconds is fair use the whole song is not so you should totally bump the project with me if you want and i'm gonna give you like timestamps that are approximate for each part to give you an idea of of kind of where i'm at with it so if it's off by a few seconds or whatever or you don't agree with how i break up the parts as the album went on i totally got lazier with it because the songs are pretty long and it's just really to give us talking points because i do believe there's a bit of an experience that's going on on this project it starts off this fear inoculum song with these weird like shrilly sounds almost like a siren i want to say like it kind of sounds to me like a siren as it goes on and there's a lot of different sounds that layer in and then there's like these like so you hear the shrill sounds for the first like 10 seconds or so and then there's like this cascading like doo, 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 doo. 
But what you realize, I don't know, is that the rhythm, well, I realize that this, the rhythms are kind of syncopated. Um, I might be wrong. It might not be syncopation, but they're, they're like kind of two separate tracks doing their own things, but like together, which I believe is what syncopation is. Again, I might be wrong about that. However, just the way it flows together is just interesting, right? Then these little doo-doo-doos comes and, uh, sorry, after that, you also start hearing these bombs sounds going off in like the background of it. Now it's at like a slower tempo, like it's really just kind of building in. And then other sounds start scattering through like or whatever, stuff like that will just flow in. And basically this is, and I'm not even lying, the first minute and 37 seconds of the song. And it's what I'm calling a creepy intros. About 55 seconds into this, you're gonna hear this little drum start kicking in, and it kind of starts sounding eerie and foreign, meaning that the scales being used don't sound like your your conventional North American uh, C major pop music, at least to me. Again, all of the music theory stuff I say, correct me, I'm guessing. I mean, I have a kind of foundation, but a little bit guessing. Um, I ended up having my imagination run with it, right? Because what else are you supposed to do when listening to ethereal music like this with headphones on kind of in your vibe? Well, I pictured this kind of radiation wasteland-y. Like, you know, when you see like a tumbleweed and it's all kind of smoky and dusty and the sirens are going on. I don't have a kind of Mad Maxi, but like dark, not so colorful as the movie, but like the vibe of that kind of world. Um, and it's just like this music kind of presenting this intention almost at the beginning of this song that something messed up and bad, like anxiety is just building up and it's just building up and it's just building up. And I thought that was like a super fascinating way for the song to kick in and like just to, the album to start and it just creates this like ambiance and a little vibe and then we move on to the second part of the song which goes from about a minute 38 to about two minutes my notes are like it feels like now the song actually kicks in so something i guess when i say like it picks in it feels like the drums pick up everybody kind of kicks in and the, the ambiance sounds that you were hearing previously kind of like stick around but it's almost like slowly somebody's on like a mixing dial going like that moving like different sounds to the forefront and different ones to the back and that is definitely a tool i noticed that got used all over this album and i don't know if it's something they always do where it takes a stretch of like a minute of like the same loop like the same riffs or something but just by like altering what sound is in the forefront of the mix just creates it completely anew and alive and, and freshness to it like man it, like the band picks up and like we've gone two minutes into this song and you're like wow that's almost the entire length of old town road and we haven't even gotten to a single vocal and everything's got like this I don't know, I can't do any of the riddance proper, but it just picks you up and you're like, I feel like it's intoxicating. Like it really picks up a vibe and you're just ready to hear what he's got to say right now. Comes in and, and um, I mean, we got the first little verse part, which 
kind of the music is now flowing it's got a bunch of layers and he kind of sings over it and uh he goes immunity long overdue contagion i exhale you naive i opened up to you venom and mania now contagion i exhale you so you guys don't have to agree with my interpretation of his lyrics and just like i don't always agree with the stuff i see on genius and whatnot so immunity long overdue if you think about this fear inoculum it's almost like we got to go what do we need immunity from uh given the title of the song and the overall anxious destructive feelings and the tone of the music it speaks to me that we are talking about the overall social anxious tense of how we all are everybody's charged up you know at work everybody's all safe on the internet everybody's left right ready to go boom 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 you know um it's almost like there is this contagion that has taken over our culture and society that pushes us to i guess fear fear is really what it is everyone's so afraid i'm not that afraid anymore i used to be so i understand the fear but i'm kind of letting go of it so when i heard contagion i exhale you i was like i get what he's saying here because it's like you're pushing the different negative forces that were kind of making your mind toxic will say out as though you're literally cleansing your spirit naive i opened up to you venom and mania so think about the mania part right that's kind of like the medias and the way everything's going on now the consistent sensationalist push where everything is a thing everybody's a, a person cancel culture every little movement and i'm not even trying to diminish anything in most cases a lot of this stuff is super legitimate however for every good thing out there there's bad actors that are going to be out there as well who are kind of pushing cope or nefarious agendas that kind of look like it either way there's a lot of people out there that make a lot of money on the conflict of social justice like the website medium.com the one that kind of pushed back 2013 through 16 17 it had so many opinion pieces from so many radical left-wing thinker types pushing the boundaries accusing people or whatever essentially generating a lot of web traffic to make a couple of dudes who couldn't care less a lot of money that's literally like these guys used search engine optimization to take real issues and basically pollute the conversation with a bunch of sensationalist drivel all so they could bank seven figures now this isn't like me okay the way i'm describing it might be like whatever but what i'm describing actually took place and this had bigger consequences and it, it's kind of like in my opinion linked to like the current state of things on, on like the internet and whatnot anyway we get back to that end of this little verse when he goes now contagion i exhale you and it's just i don't know i'm saying it so weird exhale i think that's how you're supposed to say it and it just kind of like flows out and you know it moves in and that's just kind of like how the verse just kind of ends and you're left with this wow and then um there's a little then we're going to move into the next part 
so this whole verse is about 45 seconds and then we move into a little bridge musically and the next little singy deceiver interlude part is gonna happen all right i forgot to point out about how maynard's singing it it's very calm and slow and like every word is enunciated and his voice is to me really cool um i can't even try to replicate it but like his timing it'll be like immunity long over like it's just like he's really spacing it out and making it take time so it's like each and every word like sinks in in that first part is it's almost like if you look at sorry we're just on that first verse again it's almost like this is him calming himself down in the midst of the anxiety like it reminds me of the christian uh idea that if the devil is tempting you you're supposed to just stop and literally go satan in the name of lord jesus i rebuke you and in theory the devil goes away it kind of makes me picture maynard in the middle of the chaos just taking some time <sighs> immunity long you know it just kind of this is almost like a prayer he says to keep his cool in tenser moments to follow it up the devil like figure in this song the deceiver he comes in and it's got like this cool like rappy tone almost to counter it like the deceiver says he says you belong to me you don't want to breathe the way the others fear the light fear the breath fear the others for eternity i'm like oh it's pretty cool so the deceiver comes in with his little quote um you want to be caught up i guess it's kind of like indulge this anxiety you know fear everything fear everyone else you don't want to be like those people you don't want to be like anyone you're in this camp and then it almost like changes and he, the deceiver stops talking and he responds but i hear them now inhale the clarity hear the venom the venom in what you say inoculated bless this immunity bless this immunity bless this immunity and i like that three times thing because in hebrew if you say some crap three times it like drops it over as like super rock solid like it's the most ultimate way of expressing something is to use it in three times in a row um what we have now happening in the song is he's kind of rebuking the deceiver he's saying i recognize the toxicity in your words and i have inoculated myself against your talk bless this immunity he's grateful for it um and i thought that was really cool and then it just kind of that's it that's already this part so so far everything we've talking about has taken about three minutes and 33 seconds of this track as we move into what i'm calling the the fifth part which is going to have um a little musical break and then it's going and sorry if this is kind of cut screening i'm literally like jumping back to listen to the song a little bit and then coming back to talk so i do what i can to represent this track in its integrity um so it's a little musical break thing and then some chorusy part comes in so what's really cool about this is it's almost like the music kind of changes in tone so it was kind of tense and then as he's going exhale expel recast my tail weave my allegorical elegy the music kind of takes on a looser airier tone so it's almost like the internal battle has been fought in that moment and i picture this it being all of this song is like a microchasm of a moment when you have a thing in front of you some temptation to react in a particular way and he kind of nah i'm inoculated against giving into this fear and pushes it out and then the moment passes and you get that calming feeling post anxiety when everything's okay again but he's simultaneously going 
yo, check it. It's that simple. Just recognize the fear for what it is and then proceed to expel that shit. And I thought that was pretty cool. And just the way the music kind of complements the energy and the tone of what's being conveyed in the song. Like, I don't know how to describe it, but like all the time signatures, I believe, are changing. Like, it just is so dynamic. It's so alive in the way, the composition, that everything just feels perfect. Like, we are pretty far into this song and you don't even care like most times when a song's long i get a little bit bored i'm not even gonna lie this time i don't even need to multitask i was just sitting there vibing to the music over and over again just playing this song i didn't even want to move on from the first song because it was so well put together anyway we still have a bunch to talk about on this um this this was just really like a, a cool experience for me um then it flows into another little musical breaky thing with a fun little drum part so you get you kind of hear some intensity then it almost like everything drops away and you get some funky little drum things kicking in with this cool little fresh alive rhythm and then as it flows into the singy part halfway through the song right it does something that i think really is impressive because i guess the way i see a tool song now is a series of riffs strung together in a way that works like i i tried to picture for the last three days how do you write a song like this i guess you jam till you have a bunch riffs and then you put them together in a way that makes sense um and then i guess to keep consistency you have to reuse certain things otherwise the song will really just maybe feel too drastic and a good example of them reusing certain elements to kind of make it fresh is about i don't know four minutes 40 something seconds in during this cool drum thingy you start hearing that do do as he starts moving into the next part of the track where he begins to go ahead and sing again for the next little verse um so he sings on and he goes enumerate all that i'm to do calculating steps away from you my own mitosis growing through division from mania that's a cool line so basically he's kind of looking at all the things he's going to do to uh, essentially rid himself of the toxins and become better and i guess my own mitosis so mitosis is the process of cells splitting into two to to kind of grow it's, it's how the cells in your body rege regenerate so it's literally like the guy's one and he breaks into two and now he's two and then it breaks into two so when you watch like those little videos of like a little baby going from one cell into two to four to eight and it said that's mitosis so when he goes growing through division from mania in a sense it's like he's dividing himself into different parts and and shedding off the the cancerous side of what he is because mitosis is a division process but he's division from mania so he's growing as a person by cutting himself away from the mania of everything the poetry of using division and mitosis is pretty fresh and i was like Oof. but as he's saying division from mania it's like he gets really into it the the kind of builds up in intensity and explodes into the next part of the song so we have like the chorus comes back again and it's over like it's just like funky right like every time he sings the chorus which again is an element that they bring back in the song um i don't know it's weird i work for a company that makes pdf documents and pdfs are basically made up of a bunch of document elements and in a sense a song is made up of a bunch of instrument and vocal elements and sound effects put together so then i just kind of honestly picture the pieces of this song honestly like elements of a pdf put together <laughs> maybe that's just me and it's weird or whatever but um so you bring this chorus back in over a slightly different rest of it so it's like taking a familiar part and but like i like how they just 
it's almost like just the way he sings the chorus is all you know that keeps it as the chorus maybe there are some similarities between the riffs and the chorus i just didn't really catch them because it just kind of feels different like just slightly enough different that it's a, an engagingly new experience for the chorus then it like drops into something where it feels like the bass picks in a little bit and it gets kind of funky and cool um before it, it breaks into the next music part which is pretty interesting sorry i was wrong i checked the song um it goes into the bridge before it builds into that music -y bit that i was thinking of so forfeit all control you poison you speculate uh you spectacle exercise the spectacle exercise the malady exercise the disparate poison for eternity purge me and evacuate the venom and the fear that binds me and that's just honestly a bunch of convoluted to kind of point out the different ways that this spectacle you know so you poison your spectacle this is obviously talking about the tension and the air regards to the way media controls the narrative of life so it's a spectacle it's a malady and it's disparate and it is poison for eternity because it has lasting generational effects kind of thing so he wants to purge himself of all this run away and then reinforcing that it's a venom and it creates fear and that binds us and it's not just him i think every one of us is kind of dealing with our own versions of what the song puts forth so i'm really impressed by maynard's ability to capture the experience of i guess what i would say this is what it's like to be in north america right now whether or not we all want to talk about it and this isn't meant to be some social justice rant or anything it's just it really captures what i see to be the tension in the air but not in a way that's bad because he's saying this is the cure rid yourself of these toxins get out of the shit show you don't have to be in it you can just do it differently and rid the toxins from your world a little bit by bit then the music kind of feels like the tension's been building up for a little bit and it just freaking like goes into exploding mode as we go into a, a bunch of music-y parts. I don't know how to fully describe it. Like as the song plays out, you kind of hear him going, your veil now lift away. I see you running, deceiver chased away a long time coming. And that's kind of interlaced throughout this honestly like it takes the earlier tone of the anxiety of the beginning of this song and it almost flips into this more triumphant battle version of the track where i feel like it's more uplifting i feel like it's more capable i feel like you can just have like a whole like it it just almost feels like a battle takes place and then you almost like win it which is pretty cool to me especially with the double bass because like I was thinking about the double basses it kicked in and a lot of times double bass is boring because it's just optimal let's go as fast as i can but the rhythm that the dude played on the double bass in my opinion made it sound stupidly alive um after that it kind of just breaks into like this guitar solo-y thing which is really like fun like kind of a lead as it plays in and it just kind of feels victorious it feels like you're dominating it feels like as this battle is taking place in this more spiritual sense it, it, you're winning like that that's just how i kind of left like this whole track takes you on this little journey from the beginning of the song where you're anxious and literal bombs are dropping and the whole tense of the world is going on and the news cycles and everything's scary and you move all the way to the end where you rid yourself of the toxins of the the society that we're in and beat the deceiver and the anxiousness that is driving us all and you win through this slaying of the guitars and everything and i was like this is an incredible jam. I mean, I don't even know how long I've spent talking about this song at this point. I wasn't really paying attention to the clock. But I feel like 
every second of this song counts for something like you really go through this adventure where it just stays alive like even if it's just music for a couple minutes it's just you you get something new like every 15 20 seconds something's changing something's staying alive something's just like this is an incredible song i mean i think it is one of the most incredible starts to, to an album I've, I've heard because like a you're dropping a 10 minute plus song it's got to be an incredible experience and i mean this was an in incredible experience to me i was i don't even know how to describe how much i like this and i gave it a five because it's flawless there's nothing wrong with this song this song sets a standard for how i will hear other music many songs on this project made me feel that way and i, I don't know if all of tools older music was this amazing i'm assuming it's pretty amazing but i feel like i understand for the first time in my life why people obsess about tool that the way that they do to a point where when i have time maybe this coincides with holiday periods in my life but i'm gonna do this again for all of the tool albums and really just try to really understand all the nuances in each and every song that we haven't yet covered because i'm not redoing lateralis on that note there's still a lot to talk about like a lot so let's go on to numa having looked at how long i've been recording for this is absolutely going to be a two-part episode because it'll be an insanely long episode if i make it one part on that note this track is even longer than the first one and i can see how maybe a lot of people might freak out about track lengths or something but you got to look at album length right because if you're listening to an album, in theory, you should be willing to give an hour and a bit to it. So an hour 26 is a steep album length still. But when you get through the first song like I did with Pure Inoculum, and you realize just how incredible it is, and you got to keep in mind, the fifth or sixth listen I did to each song, I was still picking up nuances I hadn't caught. So I'm not even going to pretend to say I'm done with this album or even close to hearing everything that there was to hear in this. If I were to really do this track justice, I could spend over an hour on every song, I bet, looking into all the subtle nuances and changes that made them incredible, but I do think that would be a little boring. Even this, maybe it's too much, but I already did it, so we're going through it in this, in this, um, in this tone. So Numa instantly changes, and I think it's cool because I think there's a bit of like a, a tone or a story to this album, and there is a bit of a battle. So if you're not it's like our protagonist breaks free of the fear and then post that you get this kind of calming again at the start of numa and it's just like a, a little guitar thing kind of plucking on through and some kind of it's a terrible sound but like the drums are kind of scattered and whatnot and it's another good minute and 20 of slowly building up layer and ambiance and it's kind of it has a different tone like here the anxiety is not there it's more to me a, a tense mystery like we're looking now and you're about to get i don't know like maybe some pensiveness is happening but and that makes sense because if you've just expelled the philosophy that guided your life previously i guess you're instantly going to need something to come in and replace the way that you see the world and i do believe that's where the numa track is actually going with things um so around a minute and 20 though which uh is what is going to be the moment where i call the band kicks in and like everybody shows up and it really picks up the song 
So like it starts off with the guitar and then you can hear the bass a bit and then the drums kick in and it slowly flows in. And you get this little build up until you get to the first verse where I feel like the music just kind of, I mean, I started focusing on the lyrics. Anytime he starts singing instantly, I'm kind of jumping on the lyrics just because, I mean, that's my main focus. But the music under it kind of made through. I kind of felt like the way the guitar and the drums line up, it's offbeat in a way that is super cool to me because one of my favorite things in hip-hop is when a rapper can kill a proper offbeat flow and so i'm really into how they can kill it the same way that dope mcs can spit proper flow i feel like the flow of tool is just that pristine and i, I made and listening to the way the rhythms just lined up in that introduction were pretty dope and it's just the beginning of the song um so he goes we are spirit bound to this flesh we go round one foot nailed down but bound to reach out beyond this flesh become pneuma so pneuma is apparently an ancient greek word for breath and in a religious context is spirit so this kind of makes me picture that maynard's on board with this kind of reincarnation karmic souls the essence of gaia kind of like the plot line of final fantasy 7 the video game where all the souls are part of the planet and all that stuff that's just what i'm picturing here so our spirits bound to the flesh and we're kind of on this world and we're bound to go beyond the flesh and become back into the spirit so our energy is going to inevitably leave our body and go into the world and i, I like the way he goes become numa i don't know there's something about the way that he did it. i found it to be hooky i found it to be really catchy and yeah so we get to the end of verse one and all of this has taken us through about two minutes and 45 seconds of the song there's a lot a lot of like kind of like feels going on so instead of having that like maybe more intensity that we got i feel like there's more of an awakening maybe that's the word i should have used earlier i feel like an awakening is going on right now in this track anyway the next part of the song flows in through the chorus the way he says this chorus really struck out to me the we are we'll land wonder and it's just the way he almost like he plays with the grammar almost and just to make sure that the rhythm is done in a weird i don't know just will and just as a i don't know it felt weird but it also really just works so we are will and wonder bound to recall remember and we are born of one breath one word we are all one spark sun becoming so i thought about this track a little bit at this point and then after that it explodes a bit musically but like if you think about the fear inoculum track where we're looking at all the fear and divisiveness going on a good thing to remember is that for all of our differences humanity is certainly really similar like i went to a call center in pakistan and it is absolutely the same as a call center in north america like call centers apparently are the same everywhere in the world how are call centers the same how are the same people you'll find the same people in every call center everywhere how it doesn't even make sense and yet it's just real real talk man people are very similar um anyway i like the way the chorus kind of comes in and then the music just like picks up and flows into the next part and we get a little bit of a musical break for a good 40 seconds or so so yeah 
I was a little bit longer of a music break. It keeps in, and I feel like it's kind of keeps that same tone that we've been carrying, that tense, that in, like the intensity that comes from the hard hitting drums with the pauses. But it starts adding some drum fills and stuff, and again, like little things to kind of make it feel a bit more alive until we get into the second verse around four minutes into the track where he goes, Child, wake up, child, release the right, wake up, not child, wake up, release the light, wake up, not child. And I don't know maybe he's just kind of speaking to all of us out there like a little bit of a call to arms like to embrace the inner energy of who we are and accept that kind of release the light in a sense maybe that's also kind of paraphrasing to uh expel the poison in the previous track or maybe it's release the light of who you are and kind of let yourself shine i don't know it's a spiritual kind of thing i almost picture like let your spirit go and, and become one with the the greaterness of the world and whatnot so it's an it's an interesting like out there song in my opinion from a lyrical perspective but like thematically i thought it was such an appropriate follow-up to the first track um yeah and then it gets back into a little bit more of this little interlude thing with the whisper spirit oh, sorry i said that really gross like but it says spirit a bunch coming through so then we get to like the third verse and it like picks up the energy and it's almost like maynard singing with a bit more anger and power to his voice like like everything got a little bit more real as he's going bounce at his flesh this guy's this mass this dream and it makes sense if you think about it like in the one sense your spirit wants to be free and ethereal and out there and in the oneness and instead we're all being tortured almost stuck in these masquerade of humanity where we all have to be people and wear these bodies and do all this stuff and um it, it must be a frustrating thing if in a sense all you want is to evolve to a point and i watch a lot of sci-fi and you see it as a common trope in sci-fi where almost the evolution of humanity is to become an energy driven being that can kind of know everything so yeah i thought that was cool that in a sense where caught in this dream like everything about our lives is just this this rat in a cage scenario and it's not it's not what it's supposed to be and I, I appreciate that sentiment after it's like because i said like it's an awakening it's like after you expel the poison what comes next so yeah that so yeah then it goes into like another music you break that kind of sounded like the other ones that we've heard between the verse stuff but like like almost like the post chorus is this music break but each time you hear it it's just more intense with more drum fills and then it completely flips into almost like a part two of the track but in my notes this is part 10 uh and it's from about six minutes eight seconds to 655 so this is where it gets freaking like crazy and um Honestly, for let's say the next two minutes of the song, from about six minutes eight to about seven minutes forty-six seconds, it's this like crazy cool syncopation of different sounds and rhythms and like everything's doing its own thing. The drums are crazy and interesting and like all these different like down, down, downs and stuff like are flowing in and out. And it just feels like progressiveness with just the right level of deviations changing the mixing in and out making everything kind of flow in a point where honestly i just got lost in this in fact i said to myself i understand why people like prog rock i get it like i get it now because this was just so cool like uh, and we're not even we still got like four minutes of this track left after this part is done and you're just sitting there going what 
the fuck, right? Because there's almost no lyrics left, right? There's a little bit of an outro, but it's just kind of like, oh man. And and then and then when you think you're like, okay, what are they gonna do next, right? And it's building up slowly, right? Because that's what they do is these slow, gradual buildups. Like I showed it to my dude Chris, who I podcast with, and I'm trying to like get him to listen to some new stuff. And he's like, you know what I really like is the lack of hard transitions in this track. Or in, in the general on this album, everything is slow. Like what one band would just go, okay, we're gonna change from this to this, and it'd be like, and then it would just like whatever, and that would be it. Now, Tool's gonna take two freaking minutes to get to that point that somebody would do in like a quick transition. And I find the groove. So the groove, as I understand it, is that like when everything just comes together and you can get lost in the music of it all and just flow through it all the groove is just insane and then in about seven minutes 47 seconds you hear this like guitar thing picking up and like it kind of like takes the lead like it just kind of overpowers everything else that you're hearing then you know it flows like that till about i don't know sorry no the guitar comes in a little bit later about eight minutes and 18 seconds i'm having a bit of trouble because i've never done this format before i'll get more comfy with it but yeah just big guitar lead comes in then closer to the end of eight minutes as you're listening to that it's like nope now it's time for the drums to like take over and be like the big part of this and i'm like wait now the drum it's almost like everybody's getting their terms to like build up and then somewhere around nine minutes and 20 seconds of the song so the drum intensity like spikes up for a while then it kind of drops off the groove flips back in it gets real heavy it intensifies you can kind of hear some vocal whispers and stuff kind of picking up in the beat and meanwhile something like i don't know like four minutes has gone by and you've heard everything from this calming new phase of the song through crazy guitars and drums and everything just flowing in and out every 30 seconds something else is happening and i'm like this is incredible and then of course we're not even done maynard reminds us he's still on the track so for about 35 seconds we get the little outro bit yeah there he goes numa reach out and beyond wake up remember we are one uh born of one breath one word we are all one spark eyes full of wonder and as much as i think that the track has a calling for the more karmic voodoo side of not voodoo but let's say uh reincarnation feel to it i think it's kind of talking about our consciousnesses and how we can collectively use our intellectualism and our ability to learn and grow to unite and through our understanding of each other as humans and about the things that bring us together because we are all kind of born of the same thing like end of the day whoever you are watching is your dad banged your mom and that made you except for probably a really few exceptions in which case i'm sorry if i offended you folk that that doesn't apply to in general that's not the point the point is we're all humans and whatnot that's all right then there's another big musical break where it feels like the other ones post chorus with just a slightly more complicated drummings and explosiveness until we get down to the outro where everything just kind of gets a little more funky and slowly just kind of like calms down and it like ends the track and it brings you back to where it's supposed to be um and then you're just you're just left at the end of this track like wow i mean that's that's kind of my feeling again on this one 
I'll be honest, from a, my pleasure and enjoyment of listening to it, while I feel it's equally as well composed and it, it's great, I like it a little bit less, just a little, little bit less. So I gave it a 4.5 because it's truly magnificent. That's a little bit less, 90% to perfection, pretty great. Um, I think it would be very easy for me to throw this track back on and listen to it. But I think I like Fear Inoculum and a couple others on this album just just better than this one. This this might be one of two that I don't think are like flawless in regards to loving it to death. So considering there were like six of these monster tracks, that's pretty good. That's all I'm trying to say. Spoilers, I guess, in advance for how I feel about this album. But it's truly divine. 4.5 on 5. Um, 12 minutes went by i listened to it so many times in a row and honestly it's just it's just really good um i don't have a lot more to say about it i think I, i've expressed my point and then we're gonna get to the first little short thing we'll, we'll discuss today uh this is just on the digital version so if you haven't heard it yet check it out on spotify all right um i'm gonna read some crap from genius because this is instrumental so litany thank you cowboy bebop if you watch this review i see your stuff on genius you're pretty great at this litany contre la peur in french means litany against fear litany is christian worship and some kind of is a form of prayer used in services so basically it's the prayer against worship in a sense it's your fear inoculum um also apparently this is a reference to frank herbert's dune which is a fantastic book if you haven't read it though one of the, some of the offshoots written by his son are really great also um anyway a bunch of the hypes there would go i must not fear fear is the mind killer fear is the little death that brings total obliteration i will face my fear i will permit it to pass over me and through me and when it is gone past i will turn to the inner eye to see its path and when the fear is gone there will be nothing only i will remain and so basically, that is the little praise they would say against fear and whatnot. So Derrida is kind of playing with effects a bit on this one, but I think it makes a lot of sense, right? So you have your like expelling of the fear in the first track in Numa. You have like this awakening, this understanding we're all together. In a sense, it's like you're picking sides here. You're understanding that the, you, you've crafted what the enemy is. And then you figured out who your allies are in this. And then you realize that, I guess, there's some kind of war. There's something going on. I picture it like you're preparing for a little bit of a battle. Because the overall sounds is calm. There's no percussion or anything. It's just some ambient sounds that you you hear for a bit you know so how does this go you got super weird twangy guitar parts for the first uh minute or so and then more ambient noises kick in and then for the last 14 seconds it's just silence and i think it's so interesting that tool decided that they you needed to have this silence on the project to give you that little break because it's almost like you need it's just like the acts are changing or the tone or whatever is going on so my imagination ran with it i pictured you you almost have like a, a sci-fi story playing out you realize who the cancer is you realize you join the rebels or whatever and then now you're preparing for what's to come later on and you're bracing yourself you're almost injecting the inoculum that you or you found the inoculum and you're creating your inoculant so you can deal with getting rid of the fear in your world and overall i thought that was pretty cool i thought it was definitely like fine in the sense of something to listen to i guess on this like 
I, I feel very mixed about this piece because it's two minutes with the silence and the art project admirer in me goes, it works. It serves its role to create the ambient part of the album. It's almost like a palate cleanser, but like as an individual track, it's just a dude playing with some effects and having a good time. And while it's cool and it's well composed and it sounds good, I don't really have much love for it. So I gave it a four. And this might, this is why at the end of the album, I'm going to give my grade for the physical and I'm going to give my grade for the digital because I don't know if it's fair to, to, to give a low grade, relatively speaking, um, on this track and have it hurt the global grade. So we get two grades on this one. I don't have a lot more to say, but I do think that it, the silence and everything just serves great to to prepare you to move into the next track invincible oh the first like minute and 10 seconds or so of this song kind of builds up this little introduction piece so it's like um you can feel like a guitar just kind of strumming along playing this riff doing its thing and it's nice like it's got a different tone it's kind of calm and it's kind of ready to go those are that would be like the emotion i feel like got calm and ready to go as it's picking up you kind of hear some some bass i think in the background might be wrong about that and then as it flows on somewhere around 55 seconds this like drum thing comes in where it's like and it's almost weird like three timing where it just keeps repeating and it just feels like this weird offbeat metronome that just kind of fills in the guitar bit in a way that transitions us into the very first verse of this song then as the first verse like plays in he kind of keeps the same music-y feel as he goes long in tooth and soul longing for another win lurch into the fray weapon out and belly in and you just kind of get the picture of like this aged guy ready to go into battle just one more time going back in for the glory just one more round like this is the boxer who comes back in his 50s to fight the youth this is the band on the comeback tour this is all the people that have already accomplished a lot ready to go they understand it and they need that victory one more time another good example is a band who has waited 13 years to release an album maybe this one might a little bit a little bit be about Maynard and Tool in general and their personal experiences being in a band like this with the expectations that come with being musical legends um, and whatnot. So I thought that was really a really strong and interesting start to it. And then you get this like little pre-chorus, chorus-y thing um, over the next little bit, which I thought was nice, where it's like a warrior struggling to remain consequential. And I was like, wow, that is that is the most honest, like, old man trying to admit that being relevant is hard line I think I ever heard, right? Because when you do look at a lot of people's music careers, and especially in the arts and whatnot, you have guys who are super relevant when they're young. And by the time, you know, in your 20s, it's so easy to stay in the loop of stuff. In your 30s, as where I'm at, you can still do it, but it gets harder. You know, by the time you're in your 40s and you got families and kids and blah, blah, blahs going around, or imagine you're in three bands, you know, um, you kind of get to a point where maybe being relevant after already setting so many, or uh, you know what's another good parallel is Eminem breaking records. 
Like Eminem breaking a record is boring. I don't. I mean, I don't mean it to sound disrespectful, but like he broke like six records in the last year. It's just you expect Eminem to break records. It's not consequential anymore. It's just the thing that you expect to happen. So when you've already upped the ante so much, how do you up it anymore? And then I love the the chorus flowing in the bellow aloud, bold and proud of where I've been, but here I am. And it's almost like instead of worrying about being inconsequential, you just kind of like recognize who you are and you stand proud and you stand tall and you just hold it up like yo i am that warrior i already done did the thing and yeah flows into the next part which is another little musicy thing before the next verse it's just the way the way that like everything's kind of like timed and paced that kind of feel to everything in the tone i think it's just super interesting and the way they're able to kind of take the core of the track and just change the elements that we see popping on through it just makes it invigorating and exciting to me um then you get the second verse which is beating chest and drums beating tired bones again age-old battle mind weapon out and belly in and i think maynard is is honestly in a sense just talking to the fans honestly about how he feels a tired old warrior in it maybe this is like the one last battle cry like this is it guys i'm throwing it out because this is where i'm at i've already been fighting my whole life and this is just another war for me and i understand it and i'm ready to go um let's just pause for a second right because this also fits into the bigger narrative of the album so we understand that there's an enemy based on my perception and that he's kind of found within the understanding of peace and mindfulness and being like everything about unity but then what happens when you've got this enemy this fear this inoculate these people in charge well then you as a person with a platform can probably go out there and fight the battle and i believe tool has used their platform to share knowledge through their music and in a sense have been actively fighting to expel poison for time for some time you know um so i think it's really interesting because what do you do after you identify the problem and a course forward you you might you i don't want to say man up but you almost arm yourself and get ready to go into battle one more time because you identify what the battle is and now it's time to fight and you know now we're at this invincible track um so i thought that was really really cool and then um it kind of flows into the chorus sorry it flows into this evolved guitar singy bit it's almost like the guitars get more upbeat and cool and take almost dominance in the musical end of it as he sings out tales told of battles won and things we've done caligula, caligula who's a roman empire who did a lot of winning would grin and so it's almost like we've done so well that ancient emperors of yesteryears who have also done so well would be proud of what we've accomplished they would look and be like wow these guys are, are kind of keeping it going forward and then we are gonna go into some more music so in like 30 seconds you get like this kind of explosion of two or three kind of transitionary riff things that are of intensity and whatnot to move us towards the third verse which is what's going to happen next when he goes beaten tired bones tripping through remember when once invincible now the armor's wearing thin heavy shield down and that's interesting right because this is the truth about age
um, as you fight on and whatnot, especially with things like being relevant and whatnot, tripping through remember when. That's when you're stuck in the past and everything was better and you allow your past accomplishments to cripple your ability to fight forward because the truth is you'll never recapture your youth and the magic of it. And that's something I'm starting to learn in my 30s, which I know isn't that old to you cats that are older than me, but it's pretty old to the 21-year-olds. Um, but as time goes on, your armor does wear thin, and, and you know it's almost like your heavy shields go down. Your, your armor and your protection and everything, you were ready to go and take on the world, and I guess it gets heavier especially when you're beating tired bones and i just i just think it's an it's an it's an amazing admission of what it must feel like to be the tenured warrior of the the band tool that maynard and and his homies are so i thought i thought it was just powerful and i feel like hearing the words and hearing the tone and the way he sings it is is really really cool as we move into a heavier version of the hook so yeah it's like warriors struggling to remain relevant warriors struggling to remain consequential and again like really just trying in that in an effort to i guess keep reinventing the wheel and and doing what you're supposed to be doing as an artist it's challenging and then it flows into this heavier heavier part as it picks in and then um <clears throat> He sings like uh, over the heavy part. He kind of sings over the warrior struggling and, or cry aloud, bold and proud of where I've been. But here I am where I end within the warrior bit. And that's over the heavier part. Unless I'm mistaken a bit. Again, it's a long song. So if I'm a little bit off on the details, I'm super sorry. Um, but I like the fact that after kind of looking at the defeated point of view, you're kind of left. Nah, I've done so much and I'm proud of who I am. And so I can be where I am at. And I'm like, so here I am where I end. And I feel like in a sense, this is pointing out that I'm coming to the end of my legacy and I know it, but still I can take pride in it all. And I just think it's like this beautiful, this beautiful thing that he's got going on here on this track. And we are about to move into some music. So I'm going to listen and let you bring you up to speed. So the music gets like super intense and like picks up as he's like warrior struggling to remain kind of relevant again as he comes over it and it's just the intensity and the drums pick up and everything just feels like we're getting into it and it's almost like in a sense as the next instrumental part plays through again we get this picture or i get this picture of almost a battle playing out inside of the song um and i thought that was it was really interesting for me and then yeah uh for we're at about seven minutes in based on my notes and basically the music's gonna flip up and it's gonna be like a bit of a, a solo -y guitar with a bunch of like wah 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 kind of sounds to it and then it's gonna be like a whole bunch where the drums are gonna fade and the main loop of the song kind of like kicks back in and it just flows in the the rhythms get do 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 do, -do kind of feel and it's really fucking fun um all the way till we get to what genius calls a refrain and what i call the robot verse because he gets robot voice with it as he goes tears in my eyes chasing ponce de leon's phantoms and that's a reference to the fountain of youth so he's chasing youth because as old people we chase youth and that's just kind of how it seems to go filled with hope i can taste mythical fountains false hope perhaps but the truth never got in my way perhaps before now, feel the sting, feel time bearing down. 
and it's almost like as you chase your fountains in youth i guess um something changes because he's kind of like but the truth never got in my way before now so when you're youthful and relevant and you're kind of aware of the truth perhaps as you get older being in touch with the truth amidst everything else gets even harder which is something that leads to the fear coming in in the first place which i thought was was super cool as he feels the sting uh feeling time bearing down and that's just something i think a lot of people can relate to and i love the way it sounds i love the way he sings it it's got like this higher pitched robot voice like i said and it's really just beautiful like we're like i don't know what is it eight minutes 27 seconds to nine minutes seven seconds in and it's like such a fitting and like just just really nice thing to hear and then more music's about to come so i really like this groove that follows this for a good minute and a bit where it's heavy it's like and i feel like my head was just bopping like this the whole time i was really really into it like it really picks up about 9:36, and it just flows like it just flows while it slowly changes the leads and whatnot all the way till about 10 minutes and 45 seconds so that's like well over a minute of this just gorgeous groove of heavy intensity like ah oh, i just i just want to be at the live show while this part's playing out and let them play it for a whole extra minute you know what i'm saying do some funky stuff anyway so then um the tone completely like flips up again and we get that refrain but in normal maynard voice and not robot voice and more intense but he also delivers it less smooth like tears in my eyes like it's more intense it's more like fitting to the intensity of the music as it picks in and then we get that for a little bit so we get that then it gets real intense and it picks up and he sings over that next little part false hope perhaps but the truth never got in my way and then he kind of repeats his little refrain bit and then it's like real intense for a little bit but you know it's the outro at this point because if you're like me you're staring at it going 12 minutes 20 seconds and then it's a little outro bit and then it's kind of one of the harder stops on this album everything else kind of like flows in but i feel like this one it's just like really intense really intense really intense and it just cuts and why why does it do that because i actually think litany contre la peur and legion inoculant which is the next track which we will get to shortly are kind of all part of the same greater experience of invincible so it left the longer intro the part that would come before the band kicks in as my notes had for the other tracks um it just it would it kind of moved that into the two skits which or the two other tracks which really just made this invincible a much bigger experience from the ambient perspective of it so again the short version is this track is a little bit exploring maynard's deals with being an old man that's not as relevant as he used to be while in the album i think it's kind of showing that through age our ability to connect to truth and in our efforts to reconnect with youth you might be blinded and this could be a source where you feel invincible but the cracks in your armor allow that fear to come in and it's important to go through the self-awareness process because it sounds like painful for him as he goes through this understanding of where he's at and describes what it's like to be so accomplished to be the old warrior and I really like this track. This one is amazing to me. This one is a five on five. It is it is truly beautiful. Why don't we now move on to Legion Inoculant? So like this one kind of feels a bit like 
litany contre la peur because it has that ambient tone but instead it feels like it's more advanced there's a little bit more happening in this track it starts off a little bit with some stat weird intro and then around 50 seconds through there's kind of like staticky stuff then there's some vocal sample that's like you can't really hear what's being said it's like they just took his voice and like kind of mixed it throughout and added like a pulsy sound into it to create it so if you look at invincible like a, a soldier gearing up for war in a sense Litany Contre the Pearl is kind of the peacefulness as you go into the part. And Invincible is the battle within your mind. It's the part where you have to come to terms with things within yourself in order to understand what's going on. On the other hand, um, we move on to Legion Inoculant. So why don't we just double check exactly what inoculant means? Because we know that inoculum is a substance used for an inoculation. An inoculation is something that's used to protect you from a disease or whatever. So inoculant is, oh, it's just a substance. It's basically, um, I don't really know the difference. A substance suitable for inoculating versus a substance used so inoculant is a substance that's used so inoculant is something that it could be an inoculum understood so legion inoculant if there's going to be a battle i guess i don't know like you're going up against something you have to confront the legion so apparently this is to deal with people um there's some genius guy echo himself who put a whole bunch of stuff about how like in it's kind of like dealing with crowds in the public um in the middle of the legion inoculant track he just says bless this immunity and then it kind of flows out with some more ambient kind of sounds in my opinion and there's some crazy static and silence for a couple of seconds instead of a long series of seconds and i suppose I'm going to expand this theory as I talk about the next track um, when we get there. But if you look at it, the warriors prepared for battle now. You plan things out. And if you think about what you're going up against here, it's almost like the world, social media, the common narratives, the norms that dictate and govern our lives. So it is this weird mix. And you just picture, like I just picture him at the end of this track as he's surveying the enemy and realizing the amount of vast ignorance that has overtaken almost everything out there. And I, I was just, again, I'm kind of blown away at this point with everything I've heard. Um, and yeah, I don't have a lot more to comment on this little skit. I gave it a 4.25. It's not really a skit. It's, um, I guess, a track, an ambient track. I mean, it's 3 minutes 10 seconds, which on this album feels short, but it's actually the length of a song for most people. So it's uh, 4.25. You just feel like there's a tension for an upcoming war. And that's all I got to say about that. Before moving on to talking about Descending, I do want to split this uh, review into two parts. I really don't know how long it's going to be after editing, but I think it would be a little bit smarter to like get this rendered and get it up and then get on to recording part two after that's done so that it's just better. I don't know. Maybe you disagree. If you guys wanted to see this all in one part, I'll know for the next time that you would rather one long ass part instead of two parts. But in general, the two parts seems to be cooler. Um, I really like this album so far as you can tell. There's still three more giant songs to talk about, two more smaller songs to talk about, and I look forward to getting to all of it 
with you um so yeah i don't have a lot more to say for now considering we're going to end it if you do like what you're seeing so far feel free to leave a comment and we can have a little conversation uh by the time this is out i'll likely have already finished recording part two so if i say something dumb and i don't correct it i will make sure to like check it out in the comments and if it's super helpful we'll even pin that comment at the top not for real you guys are awesome and I, i can't even wait to see what you guys thought about this album especially the people who've waited 13 years for it like i can't wait to see what you think because for me i'm blowing away as a new fan but y'all as og fans that's where it really counts um like the video if you did feel free to subscribe to the channel for part two and other videos and special thanks to the patrons ismail Dempsey, chris prado jonathan barnes dj black hurricane linda williams and coney sparks they support what we do help us get a new camera uh they tell us what albums they want to see us review so if there's something you want to see us cover hint hint patreon's a great way to jump the jump the line we'll say um, but if you're into this long form of content, it does take a while. So if you want to show some support in a Patreon kind of way, that would be hella fresh of you. YouTube is not kind to us, we'll say. Um, anyway, that's all I got to say for now. I'm going to go edit this, get it out there, and get ready to do part two. So thank you so much for watching. And I, like I said, I can't wait to see what you have to think, see what y'all think. Peace. <laughs>